It's your boy CP the Real, and this is Talk to Me Nice here in the building with the family as usual. Mr. Pokefit himself, the Queen Tavia, and everybody's favorite big homie, Mr. Von Solo. A <laughs> <laughs> town down. Y'all know what it is, man. This week's sip of the week is sponsored by TRPT. We make talent raw again. Ooh. All right, shout out to my boy DP Too Nice. Um, if you got any kids. Uh, that are aspiring to be great athletes, TRPT is the place. Reach out to them. Uh, put your kids through rigorous training. Uh, you'll definitely see the results. All right. Shout out to TRPT. Thank you. Um, this week's sip of the week is called the handoff. All right. This is Malibu rum, Tito's vodka, raspberry lemonade, and a splash of Sprite. All right. We call this the handoff in the spirit of this week's uh, topic. All right. Uh, this week we're talking about generational wealth. You know what I mean? So as uh, as parents, as the current generation, we have an obligation to hand off uh, future success and uh, sustainability uh, to the next generation. Okay. And it's also the NFL kickoff, too. Mm. Yesterday was. It's also the NFL week, <laughs> kickoff week, so you can hand that ball off, too. <laughs> There's plenty of backyards and patios that were full of liquor and barbecue yesterday. The handoff. The hand, it on, hand that thing on off. The That's other handoff. One time for the one time. One time for the one time. <laughs> the that right, Tavia. Put that pinky out there. <laughs> hey. Oh, All right. This week, we're going to talk about. Um, generational wealth this actually came as a uh topic success suggestion uh from one of our viewers so uh i think that this is something that the black community uh consistently tries to improve our education on um i, I think it's no secret economically and systemically uh we have been put in a adverse position as it pertains to, to generational wealth i think we're all just trying to figure it out but uh my question for for all of you today is is what is generational wealth i think that a lot of people may or may not even understand what that what that means and what that entails mm -hmm. you, know, you got some you got some years oh, of, yeah. of wisdom on you know what i mean um, what does that mean to you generational wealth when we think about the word systemic uh, everything that we do is built on a system. So you have systems that are built inside of a system. But for black people, where, where, where was our system? Where did our system start at? Do we even have systems in our house? You know, do we have any system of control in our house? Do we have anything that's going to, uh, what systems, what the word system means to me is that something, it means that something that's going to be flowing uh, without effort and without, you know, something that's already set in place, something autopilot. that's traditional. It's on autopilot. Do we have that in most of our uh, um, households as in the black community? And the answer would probably be no. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about generational wealth, it's basically uh, setting up, you know, the, the next generations to just uh, seamlessly fall into, uh, you know, something that was already previously set in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, a misconception of generational wealth is is monetary. Now, I'm not saying that money yeah. doesn't come into play, but 
leaving your son, your daughter, your grandkids with an abundant amount of money doesn't really translate mm-hmm. to generational wealth. Right. right? Mm-hmm. To your right. point, I think generational wealth is leaving them with something that is able to systematically or operate in itself to continue right. generating money, right? Mm-hmm. If I die tomorrow and I leave my son a million dollars, that's not generational wealth. Mm-hmm. He might not know what to do with it. He might not know what to do mm-hmm. with it, right? So when you leave your son businesses or land or things that return that residual income because of operation, that is generational right. wealth, right? Yeah. Right, because right. right. you have a money. system in place already right. for them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. And there's a lot of things that I think that we maybe, I don't want to say maybe, I think education is, is a big thing. I think you okay. hit on that, right? It's, it's it's some of the stuff that we know and some of the stuff that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there's a lot of steps that we can take. Um, man, I'm learning. I, I recently hired a financial advisor uh, not too long ago. But I, I've learned that there's so many things that we can employ to build what we would call, you know, an estate, you know, you know what I mean? All things that would attribute to generational wealth, um, life insurance, you know, right. for example, like I had no idea the manipulation that, you know, the dual purpose that life insurance mm-hmm. serves, you know, a lot of people think, oh, okay, when you kick the bucket, uh, you know, you leave your family that, but life insurance, man, you can use that as, as loan collateral without, you know, if you got messed up credit, you can get a life insurance policy and, and borrow from that life insurance and get money that you necessarily wouldn't be able to go to the bank and get a loan from, you know, with your credit. So it's all about strategy, man. Yeah, man. Strategy. And apparently, you know, other races have been doing this for, for, for years, man. So we just, we're, we're just behind, behind the curve. But, mm-hmm. um, would all of you agree with that as far as Definitely. the definition of, of generational wealth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Oh, I wasn't giving well, that was that was supposed to be a definition. No, no, I'm just no, oh, I'm just okay. saying what we talk about as far as oh, having yeah. having a system in place, yeah, right? Because yeah. I think mm-hmm. we all are chasing this this pot of gold, this this yeah. pot of money, right? Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think people look at generational wealth kind of like the wrong way. Like like you said, like if you leave your son a million dollars, it's not generational wealth. Learning how to operate that money for the longevity after you pass away, so we can pass that stick on to his son and then for generation after that, after that, after that. And that's the true definition. And realistically, when you talk about generations, I mean, that's further down the line, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Generational wealth, I have a son, but when I think generational wealth, I'm thinking about my my son's kids. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like even life insurance, right? Yeah. If I realistically, you know, if I lived a, a, a normal life expectancy and I died around, I don't know, let's say 80 years old, mm-hmm. 70 or so, right? By the time I die, and leave my son a million dollars, he's going to be 30. You know what I mean? Like he's going to have already supposed to have built his life with his kids. So even if my son received life insurance money, it's not necessarily going to benefit his life. Like that would immediately benefit his kids' kids. So that like you have to look that far uh, down the stream, you know what I mean, for it to be beneficial. What are some of the things that y'all are doing to – I guess build that for your kids. I mean, things that. We well, you thinking uh, you're not just passing, you know, money, um, like you said. It's it's passing the ideology. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 passing the mindset over. Right. You know. You know yeah. because we we learn our our first <laughs> people that we learn from are our parents. We that's our first model that we learn from. We learn from them everything from money habits to religion to. Um, 
to to just basic uh, discipline that we have in the house, how we clean up. We learned that from our from our parents, you know. And so, you know, your first job is to to, to try to pass whatever ideology that you gravitate to and what you use. That's what you're supposed to pass on to your kids, you know. And that's not saying you're always right, but you're going to pass it on whether you want to, whether it's indirect, uh, direct, or indirect. And so it's our job to to, to pass over those uh, financial skills and everything that we have learned. We got to show them and put them in there. And so, um, you know, me being a parent, and I was a parent young too. I mean, I don't think it was too young. I was 24. So um, <clears throat> um, I've learned so much uh, since I my oldest son has grown now, you know, so it's like, it's like all that all that work that I put in, you know, teaching and talking to him about having a career with benefits or even starting your own business. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just make sure one of the things I, I make sure I'm always constantly talking to them to answer your question. I make sure I'm always talking to them and 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 leaving a uh, a um, a a space where we can openly talk about things and if they have something that they want to talk to me about that they come to me with it uh but i'm always talking about stuff different stuff that i'm learning uh whether it be on the financial end or just making some some life moves you know i think we grow up a certain way we thinking that hey getting a college education is the best thing ever but that puts you in debt you know what i'm saying or they're gonna know that are you gonna have a career when you come out of college yeah you know, uh, one thing promise. I hate that they're not, well, in some schools, they're not uh, teaching kids how to trade, a trade yeah. and get certificates, you know, get you right to work, you know. And so I think that's kind of what I'm going through now. I knew my son. I know my sons. My, all my sons are kind of, you know, they're smart. But, you know, they're, they're their own people, man. I don't push them really to do anything. I let them kind of figure their way out. And I'm just there to kind of guide and reinforce some stuff. Uh, but one of the main things is don't, don't waste your, if you're going to spend eight hours at a job, you want to make sure that eight hours at your job, you, you maximize everything, mm-hmm. you, you know, don't wait. You know, yeah. You, yeah. Ultimately you're using your time up, son. Yeah. Right. You know, you know, you want, you want your, your time 10 years from now, you want to be able to look back and see what it is that you have done right. and what you have accumulated. Mm-hmm. Are you accumulating anything where you at right now? Mm-hmm. Or are you wasting your time? Cause so, you, yeah, cause you can be like fifty years old and feel like you did everything, but you ain't did not a damn thing. Yeah, say man, it's that's for real. Yeah, that's for real. People that I train that are like they're so empty because they feel like they've done so much, but they ain't done shit, and now they're actually living their life. <laughs> I'm being honest. Well, it's the difference between being alive <laughs> and living. You tell them they ain't done shit. Well, they told me they ain't done shit. Oh, they feel like they ain't done shit. They told me. They told me who they are. Well, I think I think you know the the <laughs> okay. the phrase "done shit" is just. <laughs> they said that. Yeah, day. right. They yeah, but that and, and I think that's I think that's just you know that's because they didn't know who they were. Depending on who that is, who right. say that, you know, so, right. everybody like we asked for a couple weeks ago was that us talking about what were. success was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, man, you could be lost like that for real. Yes. Say, yes. man, everybody, say, yes. say, man, everybody, everybody, ain't got the luxury to everybody have don't have the luxury of having 
somebody who's awoke that's around them that they've been on the other side. Boy, you can have a job working wherever and be locked in that system your entire you life. Keep saying luxury, like we talked about this. Right, week. I'm what? talking about on the other side. Okay, but what about accountability? Right, I'm, but I'm talking about. But it takes you have to be around people that have been on the other side. I don't agree with that. I feel like there's you gonna let that... me finish. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. CP, <laughs> without people who have not, who have broke, who have not broken out of the matrix, you're gonna remain. You're gonna remain in that thing, from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint. And reason why I'm saying this because. You're not going to ever see anything further than the street that you live on unless somebody's able to pull right. you up out of there. Really unless you're yeah, able right. to see it. Yeah. Unless you're able to see it. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm and talking about my time. When TV and internet weren't like it was when I was growing up. So when he's talking about somebody 50, it's very easy for that to happen. We didn't have, you know, you can pick up your phone and you see every goddamn thing. It didn't happen like that. Right. You know what I mean? And so somebody like your dad who didn't crossed over and being where he's been exposed to different races at the highest level probably that you can go in a military. You know what I'm saying? He didn't seen some stuff. He can give that back to his children and everybody that's around him. Well, you take somebody like my dad, he had been out too, but he'd been out in a street way. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to use that as an analogy because we, 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 none of us are going uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, we're not strange. We're not. What was that? We're not strangers to you know the street. Oh yeah, I'm a stranger. Lifestyle, right? She so. ain't no stranger. You see that bang? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that's what you call it. I don't even know if that's what you call it. She looks like she you know. Yeah. She put some uh, Vaseline on her knuckles yeah. and get yeah, looking like no, boo. You know you ain't not gonna do that. <laughs> but uh, all right. So 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 take a street nigga, right? Um. Uh, Grew up in poverty, has nothing, hustles, dope dealer, whatever you want to call them, right? They don't necessarily surround themselves with upper echelon people, but you know, but that's a mindset. No, no, Nick, no, that's 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 pure common sense, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't give, I don't give a damn if you grew up in the worst possible environment, right? We all got two eyes and two ears. God bless us with that, right? So you see whether or not you're around those people you see there's more to that a dope dealer knows that it's but that hustle is going to allow him to see somebody that's in another place that hustle you see that drive you see that standing on the corner like goddamn motherfucker mercedes benz yeah but you don't have no personal you don't have more to life right but you still don't but but you still don't have no relationship with that person why do you need to have a relationship well i'm I'm saying you still gotta know how to get there you're gonna let me finish you're gonna let me finish (laughs) this is so cute (laughs) if 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 i'm a hustler and i'm on a corner and I see niggas drive around at Benz and Mercedes. You think I, you think I need to to know them? Absolutely. I not. need to. All I need to know is right. there's that car. It's better than what car. I'm driving. It's out there. It's niggas pushing that kind of whip. I'm gonna go sell some rocks. It's the how. That. Can I say something to though? get that? But it's the how. Because though. I'm like, but still, there's no there's no connection because I just see a better looking car that I'm gonna go hustle, make more money, and I'm gonna still be in the streets. But I'm gonna have the biggest house, the biggest car, still in the streets. But you're not really passing anything on or knowing. But that's what else a dumb is street nigga because any nigga and, and 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 this is why I hate niggas that glorify that street lifestyle. Right? Any nigga who's really in the streets hustling, it's common sense. They hustling 
to get out of that situation. Yeah. Ain't no real, ain't no real. When I say real, ain't no real niggas out here hustling staying in to street. staying in it. Like that's that's their livelihood. So if I'm a hustler, I'm hustling to get out the hood. Some you of them have piss. You had a piss in the hallway. Some of them hustling to look good in front of other people. That's what I was thinking. They ain't no real niggas. But I'm, saying, I'm but I'm saying, but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. That's though. part of niggas like that, though, bro. <laughs> Fuck niggas. Okay, but I was gonna say, like, go ahead. No, no, no. I spoke enough. I'm sorry. Tell well, you I was going to say just I really like what you said. Like sometimes it's just having the luxury to have that mindset because a lot of our people, unfortunately, have just been trying to make it, you know, so I thought like we live in a different time now where we can even afford to think about generational wealth and a plethora of other things. But one thing for sure is generational wealth and what it means, like educating ourselves on what that actually means, not just coming up on some money and leaving it for our kids, but actually creating that that system in in place and i can't even speak for my dad like we're not rich he's you know but by all means he's like look at my kids what am i leaving for my kids if something happens to me or my grandchild because i aiden's the only child grandchild so he's like what am i leaving for him he's thinking let me start a business let me get a business going so therefore if something happens to me but not just that you know but it's also just being able to have that like teaching me okay think about aiden think about aiden's kids so it's more to life than just making it here and today you have to think about years and years to come and so just i feel like now educating ourselves on what that actually means and like even what big homie said having those conversations with your children so you think back in the day we weren't like we weren't we didn't even have the time in the day no we were literally just trying to make it trying to keep the light i'm not saying everyone i'm saying a lot of us that's what it was because as you can see other races have been on it, like you've been saying with the life insurance. You just now finding this out. So you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's just a lot that we need to educate ourselves on so we can just, you know, bring it to that next step and actually have generational wealth within the black community for my, sure. My goal personally, and you know, I have a son, but like I said, I, I think that to your point, mm-hmm. we might have got a late start. So it's it's gonna kick in late, right? So I'm doing the most that I can for Caleb. But I honestly think that the fruits of my labor won't really have an impact until Caleb has mm-hmm. kids, right? So my goal personally has been I don't want my grandson to have to grow up in a world and you hit the nail on the head to where you have to have a job. You have to go to college. You know, I, I think with some of the, like you said, luxuries mm-hmm. that we're not afforded, those are some of the avenues that we go down, right? Yes. But to your point, like if I could do it all over again, I don't, I mean, college has benefited me, but I think that I grew up in a time where college was more so of a requirement. Mm-hmm. It was like, I did, I wasn't thinking about doing anything outside of that. The status I quo. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about starting own business, my own business. I wasn't thinking about being an entrepreneur. So when I think about generational wealth, I think that is putting the next generation in a position where they have a choice. You know what I mean? I don't want my grandson to have to honestly i don't want him to have to have a nine to five i don't want him to have to go to college i want to leave him within a state to where he can make a decision on what he wants to do and hopefully maybe that's a business that he can continue to run or you know rental properties whatever it is that's going to continue generating art shout out to jay-z assets you know what i mean or just enough you know money there to to be able to have the choice. Mm-hmm. So I think what we can agree on is a lot of us didn't really have have that choice, right? We didn't no. we didn't have the luxury in deciding to go left left or right, it. right? <laughs> no. But now nah. I didn't know what I want to do if I wasn't going to college. You didn't know what you wanted to do? 
played football. All right, so you went to college. Perfect example. You went to college, right? You got a degree, right? Absolutely. All right, so what was your degree in? Psychology. All right, so what was the deciding factor to make you, because you're an entrepreneur, you got a degree in psychology and you're a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. So you went into debt for no reason. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Did you go on scholarship? You in debt. No, but but for no reason is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm gonna say it, but that's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna go in on this. Yeah. That's what's a gr- that's what a great portion of America is in. Yeah, yeah, you go to school to be a we didn't know. Cause so yeah. like growing up, yeah. like everybody wants to go Wait, I wasn't done now. Okay, I'm not yeah. done. No, no, I was, I was oh, done. Now. You just want to go in on me? Nah, this is okay. It's no shade because it I love. No nah, I love what you're it's doing love. as as an entrepreneur. Uh-oh. Like, nah, you've been you've been killing it. Like, you literally started your own business, and I mean, you're killing it. Like, the city knows who you are. Everybody knows who you are. So, my my question is, what does psychology got to do with training? Or or why did you go to college? Did you not like was an entrepreneur spirit in you, that wasn't in you before no, you went to college? No. Okay, so I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur my last semester in college. Damn. Okay. So so yeah, like like I said, I grew up have to go to college, had to play college football, NFL. That was like your blueprint. Yes. Yeah. So when that door shut away, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. So I was like, what else am I good at? I was like, shit, working out. And I was like, I'm smart at it, and I know mm-hmm. how to work people out, too. And I'm mm-hmm. a people person. You just proved my fucking point. What? So when we had DP on the show, I asked a question. Exactly. And I said, is entrepreneurship something that you're born with? Like, is it engraved in you? Mm-hmm. Or can people become entrepreneurs out of circumstance? Yeah, both he, of them. No, that's not what you said, though. Well, this is what I said. Yeah, you we're gonna run the tape back. It's the replay. Uh, <laughs> it's the replay. Run that back, run, run that back. So he became a entrepreneur out of circumstances. He right. had a plan A. Plan A failed, and it forced him to, to resort. Yeah, to plan you can do B. both of them. Yeah, I believe. I believe it happens both ways. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but but from the onset, somebody that's automatically thinking about that—that's totally different. You got some people that that yeah. come from that come from generations of people that own businesses. Right. That's what I was talking about. Okay, okay. But don't please don't don't believe that it can't happen. It can't be birthed out of yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm people I'm I'm very open minded. Yeah. It's so many things that can happen, man. So I never actually close the doors on anything, and I love to think that way because we can we can think of ideas. And things respond just like that out of circumstance, and and it does. That's how uh, that's what entrepreneurship is: right. recognizing opportunities and and capitalizing, and, and capitalizing, capitalizing on opportunity. You see that yeah. that's all anal, an, analyzing skills. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you can do it. You all of a sudden you're like, man, you know what? People liking what I'm doing, and all of a sudden you you in the business. Mm-hmm. So what what would what would you say when we talk about generational wealth, right? We're all adults and we got kids. You got stepson, so you got kid. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so what? What would? What would y'all have liked y'all parents or grandparents we go. <laughs> to to have left for us? Like, what would have changed your perception? Right? I love my parents. I think my dad did an amazing job. But like you said, your parents can only teach you what they know right so when i look down on you know when i when i evaluate generational wealth i ask myself like damn like if my dad would have done this or if his father would have done this you know what i mean like how's your dad not different circumstances what do you mean 
Yeah, they grew up in a different, different world than, than what you have right now. You know what I mean? They, they didn't have all the freedom like so, we have now. But generational I'm just saying, wealth has been yeah, but of I'm years. Yeah, I know yeah, that. And I know that. But I'm saying everybody don't have the same, you know, roots of right. where they started and their family started at or whatever. You know what I mean? Some of us, our grandparents didn't have no education at all. Yeah, so we're just yeah. fucking disadvantaged. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I yeah, absolutely. My parents have actually, like, I don't know if this counts, but... When my parents purchased their home, mm-hmm. they purchased the home to leave it for me and my brother, for us just to keep passing it down. My grandparents have bought each of their kids a house to keep passing it down. So I'm like, I don't know if that's generational that's wealth smart. or not. That is. But it's like, that's an asset. That is. My mom has two houses. But my daddy got two. Like every, so we all that have That is a house. an asset in the house. And like we said, you know who's going to truly benefit off of that? Because I don't, need, I don't hey, want the house. I'm, I'm saying. not going to sell by, it. By, by the but why you don't want it? Huh? Why don't you want it? Shh. Oh, it's just in a crazy part of town, and I don't want to move. To oh, that part yeah. of town. That's a mindset thing. Like, you got to just to, you would pass up a free house because of where it is. Because I'm going to, well, here's the thing I'll take the house, but then I want to purchase my own house to do the same thing for my son. So then he can have the house, he can, the kid, the house that I purchased can be for and his And the kid. quickest way for you to purchase your own house is to take over a house that you're not paying a mortgage. Okay, on. okay, guys. It, it gets a little deeper than that. I'm not going to go into that right now. But I'm just saying, I appreciate that. I will take care of the house. Yeah. And in the event that I need to go to the house, I will. But right now, I'm in a different situation. But I'm, you know, I see what they did, so yeah. I, I want to do the same thing for my son, and we just keep sense. buying land and keeping it moving and that Makes type sense. of way. So that's what I'm saying. Did your did y'all parents not do a little something like that? I mean, guys? well, I mean, my, not even in like property, but like no, my grandparents had my grandparents both built their own houses. Mm-hmm. They built their own houses, uh, um, but they had you know so many siblings, and oh, when okay. your siblings have kids and. Yeah. Half kids, you know, you know, your brother, that, your brother that had the rag top Cadillac in the white walls. <laughs> he got in the scene. He got sisters. <laughs> <laughs> he got you got half brothers and sisters, oh, whatever no, half means. So when when they die and that land and that will goes down, now all the pieces of ownership gets divided. divided. Lord you see what I'm saying? Not everybody who ain't never been there. Okay. Who have never have spent any time there feel like they have entitlement. Yeah, entitlement to that to that. And and that it gets lost in the wash. I think, you know, we we as black people sometimes we get that uh crabs in a Crab. pot barrel. barrel. He said pot. He said pot. <laughs> no, I'm talking about pot He's because you throw crabs Same in a pot. They all start- no, yeah, you put them in a pot and they try to crawl, crawl out. You know what I'm saying? And we feel like we got to step on each other in order to that's uh, crabs in a barrel, bro. Same no, it's not. <laughs> you ever seen crabs cook before? That's why. That's why I said pot. Okay. Or lobsters pot. They, <laughs> no, they put them both in a the pot. They they put them in that pot. Oh, and, and, and <laughs> am I like right, there? Am I right? Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, you know what the hell I'm talking about. Oh, they in some type man. of enclosement. <laughs> in an enclosure. Crabs in an enclosure. An entanglement. Oh, yeah, they in an entanglement where they trying to get out the, the damn uh, opening that's at the top. You know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, to be not to be technical or nothing. <laughs> and we look at a situation as a come up. You know, somebody dies like, oh, shit, we got to get... <laughs> We about to get this uh, payout. You know what I'm saying? My granddaddy just died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give me the money. You know, give me the money instead of looking at 
thinks from a moral standpoint what's right and what's wrong. You ain't never stayed at this person's house. You don't even know them. You just you a descendant. You ain't checked up on them. You ain't checked up on them none. But the people that's she been there, there the- they you holding them up. You holding them up. But you know, we as black people sometimes we look at everything as a come up. Don't give a fuck about what we fucking up. You know? Yeah. And that's all part of the system. Everything and and, and it's, everything is connected, man. Everything is definitely connected. Everything that we do is connected to things in the past and what we learned, the way we, the way we were raised. Everything matters. It, even Harriet Tubman, all that shit there, all that shit matters today in our own lives because it affected us. And you can see, you know, what's happening. And uh, we, if we're not passing on, you know, good habits, ideologies. houses, and ideologies, man, what the hell are we passing on? We passing on Dead. motherfuckers doing TikTok <laughs> videos. Dead. Dead. We passing Dead. on TikTok Dead. videos and de- videos of debt. Yeah. I, I, to answer your question, I think that's probably what my father, I would say parents in general, you know, I ain't going to leave my mother out. Um, it's more, set of, more so of a mindset. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't. My parents have done very well, um, but I think to your point, it's a generational thing, right? They got to the point where they did very well for themselves, so that mm-hmm. may have been like the first generation. Right. They can afford plat- to think about yeah. Get out. Kids. Reach that plateau. You're the first one to get out. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a whole bunch. <laughs> You're the first one to get out. Bro, I'm sorry. That's do you understand? Do you do you not understand we still have kids that ain't that, that they the first people to ever be in a college? Or go to school, period. Or go to school, period. Do, do we not do we not period. understand we got kids right now that's in high school they're the very first kids that graduate that's going to college we still have that today yeah. here in america and, and, and it's a damn shame it's a it's, it's really a damn shame man so, at the end of the day i think we have a responsibility though right so us that are quote-unquote woke or educated grand area, rising right? grand rising I think that we have a responsibility <laughs> to to transcend that, right? So now that we are educated, right. we are aware of it. You know, like I said, I I, I have to remind myself because I want to do so much for my son, but I, I realize that for my son to truly reap the benefits that I want him to reap, that would have had to start with my father mm-hmm. or his, his father. father right it, it's kind of it, you can't catch up right so what i'm doing now again um as much as i love my son i realize that he probably won't see the benefit well he's but, he, but I feel like he's you're, already you're, benefit. you're setting up the the word though like you're teaching yeah. your son generational yeah. wealth you're educating yourself to educate him and that's probably a lot more that you could you think you know what yeah, i mean because and like we I, growing up, I never heard that word, generational wealth. Never, never mind, Tyler. I, I heard, you turn 18, go get a job or I go to college. college. You getting I, out. Yes. My house. Bills, it's going to be hard. Adulthood. Enjoy it while it lasts. what I heard. But that but, still matters. Get out. Oh, yes. It, that it, still matters. That's why it's good to go get a, a trade and to teach yourself skills because you can have like, no shade. You can, you can have a degree, you know what I'm saying, and not still know how to do the actual right. skills. Right. Or when a pandemic hits, you can't go and like still make money. You know. So if like, Aiden told, if baby Aiden told you, "Mommy, I don't want to go to college," that'd be perfectly fine. It's because his mother didn't go to college. <laughs> okay. If his mother did, yeah, yeah, that can't be the reason why. If you did go to college, no, 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 no. Um, I was saying I like know. I don't have that stuck in my head where you got to go to college. Correct. 
but in my head, it's like you you can't just sit around and live up. If you're not going to go to college, <laughs> what are you? Yes, you need to have a plan. Yeah, yeah. And you need to be working towards your plan because I, I don't like lip service. I need to see yeah. what you're doing. So. Not lip yeah. service. <laughs> and it goes back to your original question. Um, if you could change anything, you know. What would you change? Yeah. Teach me. What would you change? And my answer to that would be, I think, even though it might not have been in the realm of finances, you still got the the hardcore foundational skills for your parents. The toughness that you're going to need. Right. You know what I'm saying? My mama and them couldn't tell me how to get to where I went. After I left them, there's nothing they could ever tell me. I promise you. my Everything I learned at, from that point on came from somebody else. But my mom and them, them. <laughs> Nim, they seated. Shout out to Mama Nim. Yeah, Mama Nim, Mama God, Pop. God Nim. Yeah, Mom <laughs> Pop, man. Nim. They uh, and just my family, man. They were blue collar workers, man. And, and so it's the they, work ethic. It's yeah, the work. they they put that in me. That's instilled. And not right? that giving up, not that giving up shit. All that old quitting. I learned that they passed that on to me. They pass it on, learn how to work with your hands, know how to be good with people, and that'll always be honest. Yeah, yeah. But my brother was the first entrepreneur I ever I, I ever met. He was big the first Mike. one. Your big Mike was rolling, man. He knew what I, did Mike do? Uh, big Mike. Big Mike had a... No. Was he, Big Mike taller than you? My brother same height as me right now. Shout out to Big yeah, Mike. Yeah, so... so <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Big Mike. That's my that's my that's my hero, man. Mike, uh, Mike and my mom, man, they did a lot of work, man, but uh, they sacrificed a lot. Uh, but my brother, man, my mom and them was always just about getting the job done. Period. At the end of the day, we're not going to do all this crying. We're gonna have to. We got still got to keep keep pushing forward. That's how my mom was, and that's how my dad. Even though he was in the street, my dad knew how to work. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my brother, I watched him work, man, and have several manager jobs. And then he ended up getting a real good job at what's now FedEx Freight. He was working as like a docker manager back then. And so he was getting paid a lot of money then. Mm-hmm. And so usually people kind of send them jobs. My brother didn't like that. He's like, nah, man, I want to have my own car lot. And uh, I didn't really understand what he was doing. And, and nobody has to understand your vision when you're an entrepreneur. Right. And he quit his job. He quit his job, took his money, and he bought him a car lot, bought him several cars, man. And uh, he gave every he gave me a job. He got he showed me how to how to hustle, and make money. Showed me how to buy cars. He showed me how to fix cars. And not only did he have that, we also picked up side jobs too. We worked in the in the clubs because we was already big. What, what age were you when you branched off on your own when you left the house? Uh, when I left high school. When you left high school? Yeah, but I had already been driving. I had my license at 14. Shit, I already had a job, so I've, I've been working so, on it. So do you think that, and maybe this in the black community, because we joke about it, right? When you get 18, get the hell out of my yes, house. You, yeah, you it was know, like right, that. Right? It was like that. Do you, do you think that that essentially may hurt the progression of generational wealth? Today, now. Yeah. I think then I was already grown at 14. I was already grown. My mom and them, I had I had jobs in the house. I had I knew exactly what I was supposed to do. I seen what my mom was doing. She was by herself at the time. My dad was in prison. My mom worked. I knew I had to cut the grass. Me and my sister knew we had to clean that kitchen. 
You know what I'm saying? My sister learned how to cook. I think there's a stigma around yeah. around that now, right? You know, your kids turn in again. I think it's in the black community. I don't, I don't know if other cultures are like that because when I look at Asians and whites, I mean, the way that they're family oriented and they stick together. They're more I, coddled. Yeah, but but, but I, I don't even I don't necessarily want to use that word. Well, coddled because they have that that system that, yeah. in place. They but, have but, something but, to give them. But why don't but why don't we do that? I think in the black community, when we have the mindset, "Hey, you're 18, you're out of my house," that is not I, necessarily I, a good thing to do. Not not at all. That's I, I think that learned. can stifle you know yes. personal development, Absolutely. and it could stifle generational wealth. Right. Yeah. So as a parent, I think that you have a responsibility to set your kids up. I personal experience, I graduated from college and this is with my masters. When I graduated from my ma- with my masters, my dad was allowed- it psychology? No. It was- <laughs> I'm just asking. No, Me and Tavio are out of the conversation on this side. No. Uh, What'd you get your masters in? Uh, project no, public administration with a minor emphasis in business. Okay. So that's how I got into project management. Sweet, sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Tavia was feeling left out over here. Nah. You know, the conversation. You not, but you got your master's. I do have my master's. So how you feeling left out of the conversation? Well, y'all yeah, was over there going back and forth, and me and Tavia was like, I didn't have a straw, so she was sucking on her straw, and I was drinking my drink. As you can see, it's gone. Right now. <laughs> well, I, I was like... <laughs> my, but, but my point being, like, when I graduated from college, my dad allowed me to live in his house for maybe almost three years, right? And that was to help me build a, fa- a foundation, yeah. right? I think right. a lot of us are quick to be like, we don't want to teach. You on you on your own. You know what I mean? But that's and- how the previous generation was. My that's how the previous generation was. You got that on camera? Hold on, wait. I think that it's the space. It's the space for me. That's how the the previous generation was before big homies. Well, big homies generation too, because my brother was in your generation too. So let's talk about. Hey, basically, you old as fuck is what he's saying. You older than me. (laughs) I didn't say all that, but yeah, it's a person. You are not old. Good look. (laughs) Nah, but but, uh, I'm wise. But seriously though, um, like even when you know my dad left the house at 18, like his dad's like, man, get a job. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he had to just get on his own. So it's like passing on to like the kids, you don't want them to have that same kind of um, uh, situation happen to them. So it's like when I graduated, you know, I was in the house too. I had to build my foundation, make sure I was good. Exactly. And that foundation, that, that shit actually that helped. coddling so, allowed what? Poke fit. Like, yeah. Do you think that you could have done poke fit if you didn't have I don't consider that, that coddling. I was going to say, go ahead. You don't consider that coddling? No, I'm just saying, I'm saying what sometimes. Is Coddling mean that you're kind of babying and cradling somebody. Oh, That's not right. being baby. You understand the oh, sin- and, uh, I and I, I guess I should maybe shouldn't have said that's not that's not coddling. That's not I'm, no not that. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about that. Okay, you know when we have to come back and we have it's our responsibility to help our children get on their feet. Yes, we have to understand that they are going into society where. Jobs are scarce, mm. and they may not necessarily understand the skills that they have, right. or even know what they want to do. Right. And so we can only a lot of times we only teach. Well, we only teach from the level of consciousness that we are at. Right. I can only tell you what I know. Yeah. I can't tell you nothing. I can't advise you on nothing. I don't right. know what I'm talking. We got about. our own story. We got to create. Our you know own what I'm story. saying? Yeah. Other, otherwise, I'm drawing a never-ending story. I didn't drew you an imagination. I didn't right. do you so something, a, a story mm-hmm. with a Muppet baby imagination. 
if you watch Muppet Babies, if anybody <laughs> are old enough. <laughs> yeah, so you know you can't you can't you can't tell them nothing that you don't know, and so it's all it's all connected. I I, I just feel, I just feel like I don't know, and, and it's hard for me to say this, and and people may not agree. I just feel like if I had nothing, there would be a drive in me to want more. I just I just don't understand how people don't want more and and you don't have you, you're not going to have all the answers right i i never had all the answers but the fact that i wanted more was what initiated me asking questions and to find those answers right i don't think that you can force that on anybody no. you know what i mean like if you don't want it you're not going to seek out information no information right your your biggest your the edge and I'm shout out shout out to TRPT and my boy DP. Uh, when DP was on the show, he said something that was great. He said, "The school only teaches you so much, right? The real education is the information that you seek out, right?" Absolutely. So I don't give a damn if you don't have anybody positive around you, right? Just the reality is, you have to know that there's more. The homeless man on the corner, he's homeless. Regarding, you know, regardless of what his circumstances are, he knows there's more. It's not like you're homeless and you don't know that there's yeah, but more it goes to back, life. It goes back Can to I, whether it's in you or not. I was going to interject because I feel like we go from one one harsh extreme to the next. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm reality, saying, though, no. I, I you, listen, listen, listen. Let's take it back to putting the kids out too early and all that, okay? Because it's it's how the type the show is called Sink or Swim. Right. So I feel like a lot of our parents push us out because they want us to have that go and that drive. So if you have nothing, you have no choice but to want more. But what about the kid that's sitting in the house with the cable who has no bills, whose parents is like, you can stay here as long as you need to, honey. Get your foundation. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like that's kind of what you mean by the coddling, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That gives that kid that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying that kid may get complacent. They they will lose their drive because they have nothing that no fire under their ass to make them go get more because it's like, I'm complacent. So I feel like there's a thin line when it comes to that. I feel like, you know, if you are going to set your children up, you got to still make sure they have that fire and they don't get complacent because you can also see where that goes wrong. We have 50 year olds still at home getting. Absolutely. But I, 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 and and, and I'm not, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just advocating for the luxury. Right. So when we talk about, you know, silver spoons in your mouth and I don't think the black community really has a luxury of that. So, you know, when we look at, you know, white America, right. You got families who have, you know, wealth passed down from generation to generation like yeah their kids some of those kids may be coddled and spoiled right and yes that child may have no drive or initiative to do anything on their own Mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm sorry i applaud their parents their grandparents for putting them in a position to where they don't have to worry about shit. You know what I mean? Like, if my yeah, son... Yeah, but a lot of them missing the moral part. So That's like, how you come up with the term affluent. Because then... feel like you're entitled If now, he doesn't get know? that work ethic, you know, how's he going to teach but his why does You're not he need, passing that down. Why does he need... Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, and you don't I don't want Kayla to be sorry. And I don't like, want to sound like... I don't want to sound like a Republican, <laughs> right? Because I'm not a Republican. But if my grandson 
walks into a fucking estate that I've left him. Realistically, yes, I want him to be a hard worker, blase, blase, blase. But at the end of the day, my job was to make sure my kids ain't got a want for shit. If my grandson decides he wants to be a lazy motherfucker sitting in the house all day, I can't agree. I, I mean, at the end of the day, the money gonna be there. Yeah. The, the, I can't the, agree because at the end of the day, he's still a person. He's still a person. Left him to be. What if you want to get shown? Like, do I want him to be a better person? Absolutely. But do I pat myself on the back because I put my kids and my grandkids and my great grandkids in a position to where they don't have to do? Sh- I, I just think that that's the goal. Like when you teach your kid, you know, in personal core principles and shit like that right i i I, i'm not saying that i don't want that to be instilled right Mm -hmm. but i don't think that we should shun you know kids that are like you say entitled like his daddy his granddaddy like they put in that work yeah but they did though for him to drive i can't stand what is it it's called titty baby you don't understand this you say he doesn't want to do shit right if your great grandfather, no, if your yeah. if your great grandfather uh-huh. was a multi millionaire billionaire, yeah. what the fuck do you have to do? You don't have to do shit. But you don't have to be an asshole either. That, that's you know that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about <laughs> well, their attitude being an asshole. Because I just feel like at the end of the day, the end of the day, good, you are correct. Good that they don't have to do it, but still have to get up and go because that's what you ultimately want to keep teaching. Because It'll run out. So at what is some he going to teach his grandkids? That's what I'm saying. So you to be lazy. I'm not saying because I know a lot. I know. I know of a lot of people that are wealthy and that don't have to. Work. <laughs> they still know the business, you and you can't be like, well, I don't know what's going on. You still want them to know we and have to get up and go. I want my son to be able to have the ability, and if he doesn't have to work a day in his life. Then you're right. Good for me, but he's not gonna go around saying my mama worked hard. I ain't got to do nothing. No, no I can't. Yeah, no, 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 I think no, you man. went to an. I understand what you're saying, but I think that you that took. Yeah, you took that conversation. Like we like we that. went we went from generational wealth to moral compass, right? Like that's uh, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, moral compass. Yeah, that's like, what, that's what I'm talking about. I'm what? not passing on shit to you. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm never fucking. No, you're not getting shit for free unless. Yeah, fuck all that. Fuck all that. We've been. Oh, but that's why you was working. Yeah, but there's so much shit that we could be doing that I, I just think, like you said, point of it is is education, right? I don't think we all have the answers. That's I think, what we, need to pass I, on I, think we, I think we bro. learn Work as we money. go. But I mean, you got, um, you know, the basics, right? 401k, which I'm, I'm honestly not a fan of, but we can have investment talk later. Uh, IRAs, we got 529s for your kids. Uh, I just learned what a UTMA is. So not University of Texas, Mexico, <laughs> Austin. Mexico, Austin. <laughs> okay, y'all. Stop, Shut up, Tavia. Stop. Stop. Nah. I need to say that. Nah. UTMAs, five twenty nines, uh, brokerage accounts, investment <laughs> accounts, um, and the biggest thing is buying <laughs> land. Right, this this country was built on real estate. And it was built and on the stealing, black. Stealing. And it was built on the backs, backs. of yep. blacks and, and immigrants. But you know, that that is is real estate. So I think investing in land, um, investing in property mm-hmm. and, and, and ownership is the biggest thing. You know, I don't care how hard you work, you're never gonna leave generational wealth working on a job and just making a making a great salary, making a lot of money. That that that's that's not what generational wealth right. is. So I think that we need to wrap our our eyes, our ears, our minds around 
what it really means to leave, quote unquote, uh, a legacy, right? When you leave a legacy, uh, you know, they say uh, legacies live on, right? So generational wealth lives on for your kids, their kids, their kids. It's basically setting up a blueprint. And to your point, it's it's on autopilot. Mm -hmm. It's got to be on autopilot. So let's leave our kids with something that's greater than tangible you know, yes. assets. Let's leave them with ideologies. Let's leave them with systems in place. Let's leave them with, you know, businesses, just something that's going to continue operating on its own uh, with little, with little to no maintenance. So I think that, that I know that's my goal. I, I know y'all, y'all family. I know that that's, that's y'all goal, but um, I definitely want to challenge the black community to, to focus on that because a lot of people are living day to day and like, yo, I'm living good. You know, I'm living good. I got a nice house, nice car. I make a lot of money, but goddamn, well, like, what's your grandkids going to do? What you going to sink or swim? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, 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 what are your immediate kids going to do? Like, I could be living, I could be living a great life, right? But what that, what does that mean for, for two generations after me? You know what I mean? Like that—that that don't mean shit to them. What would the world look like two gen, two generations after you? You know, hundred thousand dollars today ain't gonna be a hundred thousand dollars in ten be, years. Probably be pennies. A million dollars yeah. today ain't gonna be a million dollars. If, in, if we all alive, <laughs> if we all alive, the way it's going now. So you don't. Yeah, but you're right. You know, leaving something that's tangible and also something that you know that they can conceptual. Yeah, conceptual from a you know a moral compass standpoint. You know, you know you have a responsibility in all those areas. So it's a balance. It's a balance. But I but I get it, man. I get it. I think more uh, black people we're more geared towards the you know that conceptual side other than the financial side. Uh, oh, and this is what I was going to say when she was talking about uh, pushing the kids out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us run away from having to teach. You think pushing the kids out is, Absolutely. is, that, is that a fear yeah. of, of Ooh, building that? Some of, us don't that have that, some of us don't want to teach. Right. Teaching is hard. Yeah. Taking patient. your time and being patient with somebody who don't get it. or You know what I'm saying? That's true. It's hard, man. That's true. It's hard to teach a child. Uh, because you don't you don't know what's going through this child's mind to take the time to go through uh, the proper pedagogy. Um, what was that word? Pedagogy. Got it. It's the art of teaching. That's an SAT word. Right yeah. It's the, it's the art. <laughs> and, and you know, and, and you don't know what that means until you become a teacher. Yeah. yeah. It totally flips your mind around. It's like wow. I was exhausted taking that test. <laughs> like for real. I was like <laughs> out of there. I was like man. I thought I knew what I, what I was talking about, but to understand, it's tied into psychology. It is. It's basically tied in there yeah, to. That's to a whole you can know whatever thing you can know anything you want to know, but in order to motivate and being in, in in order to influence and impact people and get them to want to learn, it's so many aspects in there. Yeah. So many aspects in there. And you think you and you never think you had to do it to your own kids. You know, you'd be so tired from teaching everybody else, your own kids right there in front of you. Yeah. So and that's you, the toughest. How do you teach the kids though? Which ones? Mine? No, nah, I'm saying like how do you teach the kids that get get kicked out the house and they don't know how to learn? Like on their own. Um, I think I think you have to give them I think you have to, to teach them what you know. You can only teach what you know. 
at the end of the day, I'm I'm a project kid. I I ain't lying. I grew up in a project. I grew up in some projects. You know, I didn't live in apartments. I didn't been we didn't been in Section Eight, all that stuff. So you know what I'm saying. And my mama had a job. My mama made over so you know like at the time. Said, you she y'all just getting by. You're working again. Yeah, I only yeah. My dad was a, was a dope dealer. You know what I mean. He sold and he came in. He brought a bunch a bunch of cash in. But you know, all right. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he did. Work, he man. did. So I got I got a lot of. I, but you know, but he was a church guy though. Ain't that crazy? If He's y'all want to know guy. about more about uh, Big Homie's uh, upbringing, tune into the Von Solo Chronicles. Drop him a DM, the Chronicles of Big Homie. Yeah, let, let me go deeper. AKA no, Dope, dope Boy Life. Go. <laughs> I was about to go in. One hey, man, but it's time to transition to the next segment of the show. Um, but, uh, this is a just, great show. Yeah, just, uh, just food for thought, man. I want to make sure that uh, the black community is... is Again, truly understanding what generational wealth is and, and making sure that we're living for the next generation. I think I just think so many of us are living for ourselves, like getting getting these nice things and getting this house and getting this car and just traveling and enjoying our life. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't enjoy our life. I'm just saying make sure that we are living not only for ourselves, but for the next generation. And when you put that in perspective, I think that would shape a lot of our decisions that we make because mm-hmm. it's not about us. All right? Even if you don't have no kids, you're going to have some kids. Um, <laughs> you, know, you, you may not have no, on them. All right. may not have no kids it's now, damn so practice. but you're going to have some kids, right? It's damn so some practice yeah, yeah. going on. Dear black people. Co- COVID, booties, COVID booty season. <laughs> hey, man, we got to transition over to dear black people, man. Dear black people is our, uh, our opportunity to address the black community with anything that's on our minds, uh, in our hearts, on our souls. We're going to kick it off. Uh, Mr. Queen. Pope Fett. Oh, me? Yeah. I'll give up to the queen. First of all. Hey, ladies first. No, but uh, dear black people, uh, I ain't trying to be no rapper, but this is this just happened to rhyme. <laughs> so I'm about to drop you some bars. Uh, rejection is protection to teach you a lesson on how to better your progression. <laughs> Bars, what? <laughs> hey, hey, black people, oh, listen, God. listen. Oh, I came man. up with that last night, and I was like, "He wrote that shit in his journal. Look, practice that shit in the mirror." I was like, <laughs> "Can you give it to us one more time? Give it one more time. time. Drop that Somebody shit." Somebody, Jesse Jackson. Well, here, Jesse. Precipitation. Now, what, what was the shit you said? Earlier? Emancipation. Turbo. What was it? Was it? Run it back, run it, turbo. Run it back, back, turbo. turbo. <laughs> you so old. <laughs> what are you thing back to about? Uh, real black people. Rejection is protection to teach you a lesson on how to better your progression. Mm. Situation. So, so what I mean by that is, um, rejection is all, is sometimes good for you. You know that dream job that you've been wanting that you might get rejected from. They might not pick you. They might not hire you. But it's for your protection because it might be a better job out there for you. So, um, that's teaching you a lesson on how to progress in whatever area you're lacking at. If you are lacking. And so when that dream job does come, you're fully ready to go. So, dear black people, bars. I like that. I think we're scared of rejection. A lot of people are scared of rejection because they're prideful. Queen, let them have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dear black people, um, 
I think I've said this before, which is to love yourself. But part of loving yourself is to make sure you're saving your money. Okay. When you get paid, make sure you put a little something on the side. My dad always taught me this is to always pay myself. You go and do all this work and you paying all these bills. But did you pay yourself? Because at the end of the day, you need to make sure you always have a little something, something, you know, saved up. And it's really imperative because if you ever fall on hard times or things like that, you want to be able to lean on yourself and not have to go get loans, borrow money from friends and family or things like that. So I just, you know, wanted to give this little tidbit of advice because as of as we're all coming into money and becoming entrepreneurs and buying and doing, just make sure you always put money away for a rainy day. Pay yourself. Mm-hmm. Equates to generational wealth. Amen. I like it. Uh, dear black people, ask questions. Um, I think a lot of us may not be have the luxury of having certain people around us, right? But in today's society, like we're we're not blind to anything. Like we're not. I'm not going to address the older generations. I'm going to address today's generation, right? We've got social media. We see what we want to see, right? So we know what's out there. We know what kind of houses, what kind of lifestyles, what kind of careers. Like we know what's out there. So if you're in a position to where you're not necessarily where you want to be, but you do know that there's more and you want to achieve those things, and maybe you don't know how ask ask the questions you know what i mean i think a lot of us sit around and wait for somebody to walk by and give us the blueprint you will be surprised what people are willing to share with you when they see your level of interest or your level of engagement right so seek out that information and you'll be surprised what kind of relationships you can form uh, what kind of allies you can form so uh, ask the necessary questions please big homie Dear black people, um, we uh, we've had some uh, good points and uh, great great uh, positions today. Uh, take time to uh, talk to your children. Uh, that's just a little spinoff from from what we spoke about today. Uh, and depression is real. You never know what your kids are going through. Uh, personally, I've learned a lot. Uh, being that I'm an older generation person, you know, growing up in that generation where we had to be tough and we didn't have feelings about certain things and you had to do this and that. These kids today are not like that. They're not built the same at all. So they're kicking them out of the house, uh, saying, hey, go get a job. That's not going to fly with today's kids. It's not going to fly with today's kids. We have to take time to to sit down and talk to our children about everything uh, from, from going to school and just some, some real, some real short-term goals and long-term goals. And then also about how they feel it. Uh, it's a very serious thing and, you know, depression and, and all of those stuff that's connected to that, that is, uh, is definitely real. So I want to leave people with that. I want to leave my black people with that. Talk to your children. Hug them and love them every day, especially during this time. It's a tough time to be out there, and they're having a tough time navigating through today's world. Not only through that, but this pandemic is taking a toll on a lot of people, and uh, that's what I want to leave with you. Facts, facts, love it. 
Um, great conversation. Great topic today. Uh, you know, every time I sit down with you guys, my mind gets to to, to wander. And then I think about, you know, how I can better myself. Absolutely. How I can better, you know, relationship with my son. Just uh, I want y'all to know I value y'all. I love y'all. And I enjoy the, I enjoy these times where we get to sit at this round table and uh, talk our shit, man. Uh, but let's go around the speak. table and uh, let the, let the people know where they can find us. Uh, poke fit. Uh, you guys can follow me at uh, poke fit on the screen. <laughs> and also, you guys know I have a, a boot camp that I have going on in Desoto, Texas, called The Show. Um, come check me out at Zyger Park. Um, you can go to my page. Full details on my page. First session is free. Um, and let me help you get in the best shape of your entire life. Mm. All right, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Artavia. That's A R T dot A dot V I A. And just in case you guys didn't know, I am a part of a great podcast. So please follow our YouTube channel. Talk to me nice. Subscribe, y'all. I think you're like the favorite host. Really? Up is Big Homie. Between y'all two. No, yeah. ain't no big. I People hate me. I'm, I'm too old me. for folks. People don't like huh? me. I'm too old for people, so. Well, well, but see, with old comes wisdom. Like the feedback that I've gotten is, people yes. like to hear your your wisdom, man. You oh, got, really? You, yeah, you, oh, got, you don't man, be itching on the young you, folks. Yeah, you, you, got, to you got, you got, you got, you have great perspective, man. Yeah, well, it's, it's about learning, man. Yeah. So that's, that's what it's all about. Let them know where they can get that perspective at, big homie. Well, one thing <laughs> I've learned today is that a podcast technically means that it's coming at you from an auditory standpoint. <laughs> So you can reach us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify first. And then, you know, if you're a visual person, check us out on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Talk To Me Night. Okay? So, you know, not only check us out, but like and subscribe. And you can also turn around and double back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> double back on there. Go ahead and type up in there, Devon Solo Experience. <laughs> and you can that. find me on uh, YouTube and on Instagram, Big Von 78 Facts, facts. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Uh, big B-I-G dot. <laughs> we got jokes. You got the jokes. Oh, shit. Whatever. Hey, man, you know what it is. It's your boy CP The Real. You can find me on Instagram, CP underscore The Real, one word. Same thing on Facebook. And uh, please check out uh, the YouTube channel, Talk To Me Nice. Again, as Von Solo mentioned, uh... You know, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so tune in if you're driving in your car, on your way to work, on your way home, man, check us out. We'll give you some short entertainment, um, but check out the YouTube channel, get all the visuals. You get every everything in the studio that you can't get listening on the audio, so please <laughs> like, subscribe, share with a friend, all that good stuff. Um, I do want to shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there in the, the DFW area. If you have a business and you're doing your thing, uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, messages in the inbox from entrepreneurs wanting to come on the show. So, um, you know, we show love to those who show love back, man. So if you're doing great things in the community, give us, you know, drop us a line, you know, uh, hit the DM, uh, hit the email. Y'all know what it is. Uh, we'll definitely chop it up. And we'd love to have you guys on the show and uh, basically, you know, let the world know what you guys got going on. So, uh other than that, this was our show for the day. Uh, you know, we're going to continue to talk our shit because talking shit makes us feel good. We hope you continue to talk yours. He don't even do it no more. Talk, talk to me nice. We out. <laughs>
You too good to hit your chest? I let y'all have it. Like, I love the fact that...